Welcome to another In Wheel Time podcast, a 30-minute mini version of the In Wheel Time car show that airs live every Saturday, 9.30 a.m. to noon central. From Studio A in Texas, USA, it's the award-winning In Wheel Time car show. Today, our car of the week... Ram 2500 will give you an in-depth review. we got a couple of special guests we think you're going to really enjoy. We'll also get this week's automotive news, Conrad's Car Clinic, and more, all just ahead on today's In Wheel Time Car Show for Saturday, November 14th, 2020. Howdy, along with Mike out of this world, Mars, King Conrad DeLong, Jeff Zekin sitting right off camera. I'm Don Armstrong, so glad that you could join us today. And uh, joining us right now on our special little Zoom feed is um, Carol Estes. He's with Roadside America Museum in Hillsboro, Texas. Carol, it's great to see you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, morning, Mike. Uh, I'm I have to get in out of this wind before I can hear very well is, here, but is, I just wanted to start off by just showing the front of the building and welcoming people to Hillsboro, Texas, Roadside American Museum. Well, Carol, where is Hillsboro, Texas? Hillsboro's on I-35, about uh, midway between Dallas and Waco, close, a little closer to Waco, 35 miles north of Waco or so. Well, I wouldn't be able to tell if it weren't for your accent. <laughs> <laughs> why, don't, why don't you head towards the inside and kind of get out of that wind a little bit? Okay, I tell you what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch to the front camera too since nobody wants to look at me. Uh, no, we all want to look at you, but you go ahead and you can change it right. over and, and, ta and take us on inside. Let me see inside. if I can switch that over. Okay, look at you. Close. Yeah, you Switch should. this over to the other side here. Okay. okay. If, you you can't, if you can't do that, just turn the camera around. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Carol, as I mentioned, Roadside America Museum in uh, Hillsboro, Texas, up there off of uh, 35. And um, uh, There you, we go. There you are. There we go. So All right. Are we in the, is that the front of the museum there, Carol? That's a side door. Side door. Where when, you approach, when you approach the entrance, uh, you want to come for a tour. Um, open pretty much seven days a week. Uh, when you come, though, the door will most likely be locked. So there's a note on the door right here that uh, gives a phone number and uh, just tells you to call the number because I live in the building and I open up pretty much any time anybody will, will come. Okay. Well, uh, I see it's 972-291-2958. So now, now that yeah. you've given the uh, world that phone number, you might start getting phone calls at 3 o'clock in the morning for tours. <laughs> well, I don't know about 3 o'clock in the morning, but I'm, I'm willing to open up pretty much any reasonable time, 9 to, nine to 5 or something. Well, so. you but know, you I, like, I like the greeting once you get inside the, uh, I think we have a little gnome there. and we got uh, Vivian. Get, Kip's big boy or whatever big boy hamburger uh, icon over there, and 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 an so uh, is that an so man over there on the left hand side? So oiled out man. Uh, yeah, when you enter the building, you are greeted by more than sixty figures, um, advertising and iconic fixtures to flow, such as the big the got the big boys, uh, the Mountain Dew hillbilly boy here. You got <laughs> the Michelin uh, man. And man, that's Sheila. All she does is stand there and look pretty. That's her job. Wait a minute. That, that, that's Don Armstrong there, I think. Uh, you just <laughs> came in from San Francisco, Asia SF. Anyway, so, Carol, I, I, have you put this collection together yourself? Is this your collection? I'm sorry. I missed that. Uh, I, I said, is this your collection that you've put yes, together? Yes, it's just my 
just my personal collection that I've just uh, gathered over many decades. I was going to say, because you've got some stuff there that uh, I have not seen since the 1950s. Well, that's a, this is a showcase built from the back of a 59 Cadillac, built in the early 90s. See the taillights and yeah. stuff? Yeah. So did, did, you, did you build that yourself? Yes, I built four of those in the early 90s, yes. Very nice. We've got, we got the Looney Tunes characters that just joined the family last year. Uh-huh. Uh, we've got some jukeboxes, pedal cars. Uh, just to give them a little quick overview of the entire thing here. So where do you uh, they, where do you find these pieces for your collection? You know, just wherever they are. Sometimes they find me. Uh, somebody will call and me wanting to sell some character, sell something, or uh, occasionally things are donated. Not as much as I'd like, obviously, but uh, <laughs> uh, that happens sometimes. Got the big boy here, big Bob's big boy, crossing guard, school crossing guard cop here. Yeah, whole bunch trying of McDonald's zoom, pieces. Trying, trying to zoom in, it's not working. No, 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 worry, no worry don't worry about, about Zoom. We're good. We're good. Big weenie guy there, and around this uh, that's Jeff. This officer Big Mac just joined the family last <laughs> the weenie week. Weenie guy, he's, Jeff. We, he's so, a new one yeah, in here. So. Yeah. So go back to the weenie guy. I want to look at him. I want to look at him again. <laughs> Just for the heck of it. Who, how, He's an American hot dogs chain. He's ah. a big weenie guy with yeah. an uh, American flag wrapped around his, the back of him. You can yeah. get around here and see that. Well, I, I see that he, he, is okay. bald. he is bald, so that would fit with Jeff. That's, that's, <laughs> that, that's perfect. It doesn't get much more Americana than that. No, it you. certainly doesn't. So uh, uh, this The Grape Pet Soda Collection kind of dominates the soda uh, collection. Why is that? You got a thing for Grape Pet? Well, it was my favorite drink as a kid, and I started collecting it in, in the early, mid-90s, mid-70s. I, mid I, I know somebody that's got a refrigerator just like that. His name is Craig Beerman. He also is a collector. I need to get you two together. This is a Frisch's Big Boy, which is supposedly only one of three known to exist in this big uh, running style here. Oh wow! Well, now, where where do you find things like that? I mean, clearly this this like your co collection wherever wherever they are. Back before the age of internet, I used to I guess you'd call me a picker, you know, whatever. I'd go I'd travel all over the country going to auctions and sales and things like that, and just individuals. And I get asked that question a lot, but there's really no quick answer to where I got it. It's just kind of everywhere, you know. Yeah. Um, got great bet chests. I bet you he has crossed paths somewhere with John Hovis. Uh, just as John he, was out collecting he's heard, his. He's heard of John. Yeah. Okay. But he, he hasn't been down to the Hemi hideout yet. The people oh, at Asia it. SF have heard oh, of John. Oh, I have been well, there. Yeah, okay. This is a soda fountain area set up. Anything that has those soda fountain equipment. Oh, yeah. wow. Uh, so do you, do you live in this particular building as well? Yes, I do have living area uh, in the building. That's why I'm here pretty much all the time. Now, didn't you say and it was a, this was an old Ford dealership in downtown? Yes, yes, Ford dealership building. Well, and uh, so you live even in. If I'm not, even if I not, happen to not be here, I do go to car shows sometimes on Saturday. But if I'm not here, I have a friend lives right down the street, Vicky, and she gives a good tour. In fact, she's doing tours right now as we speak. Uh, there's several people in here doing tours. I'm yep. kind of. We're trying to stay out of each other's way here. Well, I mean, don't worry about that. I mean, we're we're en <laughs> we're enjoying the tour. I mean, it's it's a truly a fascinating place. What a collection you've you've gathered there. Um, so, when did you start collecting, and when did you open Roadside America Museum? 
Okay, I started collecting. Uh, I've been collecting all my life, pretty much all my adult life. I can't remember when I didn't. You're a hoarder. Collect things. Picker. No, he's a hoarder. <laughs> I, 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 let's use you use a hoarder. He's got it in a nice, well, orderly he, fashion. He, he's I hoarded start, a C3 Corvette, so that's good news. I started you, the started the adver, advertising memory. Bill, I'm sorry. Go ahead. We're listening. Uh, advertising memorabilia started collecting about the mid 70s. Now, I do have a dining area, and this is the parts department in the old Ford store. And I made a little dining room in here, and then, uh, and then it's available for parties, birthdays, anniversaries, class reunions, that sort of thing. How fun. What a great idea. Mm-hmm. Can, can we come up there and stay yeah, at your place? Out, and, and, out pretty well. And, yeah, can we come up there and here? stay in your place? I'm going to walk on out into the hear that, apparently. So you, do you get car clubs and stuff kind of come through as well? Because this is this is the kind of stuff some of the car clubs would love to see. This makes a good cruise destination for car clubs. I've had quite a few car clubs go on a little afternoon drive and show up and make their uh, destination down here and then they have a little dinner or just come for it. This is old general store set up built in here out of 100% old materials and we won't go inside. Um, I'll give a quick overview, but didn't just for the con- constraints of time, we just kind of give a quick look through inside the general store, just thousands of so did you store stock items. Did you grow up in Hillsboro? Uh, well, don't accuse me of growing up. I hadn't done that yet. <laughs> <laughs> so no. you you remember when this actually was a functioning Ford dealership? Yes, it was a Ford dealership up until about uh, late uh, 04 or early 05. I bought the building in 2005. Oh, okay, okay. So hadn't been that and, long uh, ago. And uh, did yeah, about a little over 15 years. And this is a 32 Ford penitentiary bus, old patina ride here. Penitentiary bus. I need to be in it's that. A, I'm trying to keep the sh- shaking down, but it's a Goose Creek penitentiary bus. Goose Creek, it's isn't that a, a school district around here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baytown. It's got a, a 6.0 LS drivetrain in it. Oh, you power and air and cruise control and all the comforts of all. Oh you God. and Beerman have a lot in common because Beerman has a uh, an older, I think his is an older Chevy bus that's got a 47, a, yeah, 49 something. Blown, blown blower motor in it. This is just my shop area back here, so it's not the neatest thing. We've got the pet boys back there. Oh, Manny Moe and Jack. <laughs> try, and, try and find a place to, better place to put them. Put them on the roof. <laughs> well, uh, there's a Fisk tire boy, which uh, deserves a restoration. I hope to get around to restoring him someday. Bumper car. So where where is the car hauler we were looking at the other day? We're I'm headed to it okay. right now. Okay. We're, we're going we're going over into the car area over on the west side here right oh, I, I see a GMC motorhome sitting over there. Yeah, that's my old GM. That's my motorhome. This is a 29 Pontiac Street Rod Coupe. And I built this car in 1977. So that's a 43-year-old build. It's still looking pretty good. She's starting to show a little age, but so am I, so I don't I don't hold that against her. Well, in Pontiac, what an unusual car to build into a street rod, you know, with so yeah, many you, people doing the Chevys and the Fords. You see many of those. Yeah. yeah this is sure. 68 C10. Nice. I bought this truck as is about three years ago. And, That's uh, nice, yeah. It just really doesn't pay to build them anymore. You can buy a finished vehicle a lot cheaper than you can build one. It's got the Vortec LS in it. 
Everything's got an LS in them today. Yeah, oh, that's that's the way to go. This is a fifty-five would like this star, chief, star, star Chief wagon with over twenty-five body alterations on it. I converted an old utility wagon into this Star Chief wagon. It's like Michael Woodings. Yeah, yeah. We, we have a, got, yeah, we have a friend of ours has one of these that he drives to his car show to the car shows as well. Well, same I, same I color com same color combination. I try to drive these rotator rotate around. Take one one week, another one the next week. That's sixty six Bonneville. Is that an eight lug? Yes, got the eight lug wheels, the four twenty one. How cool is that? What a, what we want to be you. What a collectible I bought, car that is. I, <laughs> I bought this car in Daytona Beach about seven years ago. Like I said, there's three in here built. The rest of them, I'd prefer just to buy them done now. So, yeah. Carol, are you working, or what did you do for a living when you I were? I had an auto body shop. I restored classic cars and built street rods for a living for years. I'm, I retired from that quite a while back. What is that? That's a 66 Biscayne Maryland State Patrol car. It's got a big block, but which one? That's been uh, all completely restored. Is it I don't want to show too much because I want people to come down here and see it in person. Well, we want to see it in person. Is that a 396? Or no, it's a 427. Oh, wow. How cool is that? That is absolutely stunningly beautiful. It'll pass everything but a gas station. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah no doubt. This is fake facade stuff over here on this side. That's now. the entry to your house upstairs, isn't it? <laughs> no. I actually live. There's a car hauler. Okay. We'll back off here a little bit and get the car hauler in here. Oh, my. That is just cool. That's a 35 Dodge in body only. It's all Chevy frame and drivetrain and all in it for uh, one-ton Chevy chassis. Now, what, was it originally a car hauler like that, or did you no, make that? No, when I got it, it was just a cab and a frame. Uh, no, didn't, it was probably a flatbed originally. Yeah. Well, boy, is but that cool. Good. But it was a truck. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh. Well, we're going to make sure we uh, post a link on our, our Facebook page to your facility and invite any of our car clubs that are looking to go out for a, a day drive uh come on out and visit you guys it's i i know quite a few of them are always looking for a reason to go for a drive somewhere that's and, true and that's true especially now with, with not uh, most car shows being canceled right cruise uh just car cruises are real popular right now and hillsborough's make... yeah, hillsborough's not that far away and it can be a fun drive from houston because you're going to go through some of the twisties to get there exactly and this little truck is, uh, is it really for sale Yes, I actually yes. bought this flat to resell. Full dress, 53 flathead in there. And if I can get this, the interior on this truck really can't be described. I want to try to get a Check this out. shot of this. Oh, my. That is just too... Did Elvis have something to do with this? <laughs> it kind of looks like it, doesn't it? <laughs> all that pinstriping and, and metal Oh, work. my gosh. Look at the detail of all of that. No, yeah, that's that's it's, fiberglass panels, right? It's fiberglass inlaid panels, hand, handmade fiberglass panels in here. Uh, it's quite a it's quite a little truck. How cool is that? But uh, anybody's interested, they can give me a call. We'll talk. Carol, <laughs> are you married? Oh no, <laughs> you're not married. I haven't been married in a long time. I was going to say, because I don't know how you would uh, justify all this <laughs> expense to the, yeah. to the Don old... hasn't been married in a long time. So this, this, is, this is the ultimate bachelor pad that you got going here. 
we just kind of walked full circle here back into the back into the dining room. This is a man cave. This is a man This cave. is a man cave. God, like I, I love said, this place. Some, we got some folks doing a tour right now, so uh, I got my friend down here taking care of that for me. Well, uh, one more thing. Here's here's a little Texas for you. He's got Stevie to get Ray Vaughan signed Stratocaster. Oh my gosh! Are you kidding me? <laughs> How cool is that? We 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 you know uh, we we got to come up there. We we got to well. First of all, road I got to shake your trip. hand and uh, you know uh, have some. Uh, Carol Estes worship time because we all want to be you. Well, actually, you got me and <laughs> 63 other characters live here. Uh, 63 other characters. <laughs> I got it. Well, this is just too I much. I got to call my family because they all, they all live here together and for the most part get along pretty well. Do you, uh, do you talk to them? Oh, sure. <laughs> of course. Three well, you, you got, you do, got, they, do they talk back? That's the real question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to be halfway nuts to have all this stuff. I guess it depends on how much Jack Daniels. But How cool is that? What a great collection. Well, we want, yeah, we definitely want to thank you for sharing it. How, how wonderful is that? Yeah. Betty, uh, Betty Boop. So, Carol, um, is, is this dealership, well, you, the uh, American, Roadside American Museum, is it in downtown Hillsboro? Yes, sir. It's just about a block and a half east of the courthouse square. Very nice. You well, get into, you get off the highway. That's the, the highway's not Hillsboro. You need to come into downtown Hillsboro. Yeah. Savannah, my ticket girl, and her little sister, Mark. I talk to Marky when I come in, you know. Okay. And, uh,. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's just uh, it's in it's just in downtown Hillsboro, about a block and a half east of the courthouse square. So, and, Car uh, Carol, do you uh, do you have a presence on Facebook with the Roadside America Museum? Yes, yeah, yes, I do. It's under Roadside America Museum, I believe it's called. And yep. I got a website also. Uh, it is RoadsideAmericaTX.com. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're gonna There's we're gonna not a lot on my. I'm not real good at keeping up my website. I'm not a I'm not a techie person. But, well, uh, that's okay. You, at least you've got presence on both, and uh, and now you're going to get this uh, swell of interest from all of our <laughs> viewers, especially those uh, that are up there in the North Texas area, because uh, I want to drive up there and see your place. So uh, expect on seeing me sometime in the near future. Well, that sounds good. Well, we sure that sounds good. Just thank you very just like much. Just like to invite anybody that wants to come, uh, just come by. Or if you if you're coming from out of town, it might not be a bad idea to call and make sure that someone will be available. But 99 percent of the time, there is someone available. Well, I'm interested in number. I'm interested in 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 the the gathering place down there. So, what do you do if if, if somebody wants to have a little meeting? Do you just cater the food in, or or how does that work? Yes, um, usually they, they can either bring their own potluck, or just uh, uh, we have several places in town that will will cater. Nice. So you, you, you got the connection. Well, Carol, it's great to talk to you. Thanks so much I for joining this. us and giving us the tour. We want to come see you in person, and so we'll be in touch with you in the near future. If you get anything new, be sure and call us. Let us know so we can talk about it put you on the, on the show with us. Okay, buddy. Well, I enjoyed it. And uh, like I said, I wanted to just invite any, anybody to come by anytime they'd like. Usually somebody's here. If not, just call that number. We showed it first, 972-291-2958. Yeah, we've got you both your and, Facebook uh, page we'll and, make, 
and your uh, website up on our Facebook page. All right, very good. Carol Estes, thanks so much. Again, Roadside American Museum, and you can go to our Facebook page and, and uh, our website as well and get a link to all of that. Okay, uh, that's Carol Estes. What a collection. What oh, a great what a, yeah, what a great stop that's got to be. they got an Elvis, too. Yeah, that's that's gonna, that's a great place to we go need visit. To, what we need to do is we need to take the in-wheel time bus and go up there. And, is that, is that Beerman's bus? Cr- yeah, we could borrow Beerman's bus. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think his bus does long time. Long, long I don't know. Uh, we, so we just we, go a quarter mile at a time. We could do that. All right. Uh, thanks for joining us on today's in-wheel time car show. Time now for this hour's car review. Mr. Mars had a chance to drive the Ram Heavy Duty 2500. Yes, sir. I have to tell you, this was, I, I was really surprised by this vehicle. Now, it's, um, it is the big, it's the 2500. You know, we drive the power wagon and we get all the off-road stuff. This is the other end of the spectrum. You know, this is the Laramie Crew Cab 4x4 2500. So this is more of a luxury vehicle. And I can see why these guys drive this kind of vehicle when they're pulling their horse trailers and things like that. Because this is a nice pickup. Now, we happen to have the Night Edition, which is a new uh, trim level that came out this year. And, uh, of course, it's got all kinds of things. It's kind of a monochromic look to it. Uh, it's got the painted front and rear bumpers. Got the uh, grill surround is also painted to match. This it, one does not have No, that. No, this is on the Midnight Edition that we had. They didn't have any pictures up there, and I should have took the pictures of it when I had it. So, uh, But it, it gets into... Um, all kinds of things on the outside. We had the remote tailgate release. We had the trifold tonneau cover to put stuff up under it. We were rolling on some 20 by 8 inch black aluminum wheels that kind of goes with all of that. Had the LED bed lighting packages, a deployable bed stock. So this has a lot of features in it that you might find on more of a luxurious truck that you wouldn't think about when you're looking at a heavy duty. But this has got it, and I can see why people do this. Now, what I don't like, I will tell you this on the outside of it, it's got those clearance lights up on the top of the cab. Yeah, well, all heavy duties have that, but it's actually an option on this vehicle. Why don't you like that? I just, it just, I just, it makes it look like a, a Commercial. A, a commercial truck to me. And there's it's, a problem with that. It's a three-quarter ton heavy duty. And it, hey, man. Well, but again, I, for the, uh, I'm, the uh, driving experience that, I'm, that I had with this vehicle, it was more like a luxury truck. Uh, even though it is big, and you know it's a big truck, but we'll get to that in just a second. Well, at least they're optional. If you yeah, think ahead, it's optional. You can, you can you get it off there. Because when you get to the inside of it, we had the leather seating. The front bucket seats were heated and ventilated. The rear seat does fold up, but it was also heated. We had the wireless charging. We had the surround camera. You know, we had the big 12-inch Uconnect screen that, Which you know, you can split have. up. And, you know, we had this 17-speaker Harman Kardon audio system. So we had this great sounding system in it. It's got the glass to kind of keep the road noise out of it. It's got a lot of insulation. I mean, it, it sounded good, and, and it drove really good. We had the 6.4-liter V8 up underneath the hood. 410 horsepower, 429 pound-feet of torque with an 8-speed automatic. You know, this thing properly equipped will tow up to its 19,000-plus pounds. So, I mean, that's a heck of a load that most people won't tow. Right. But it'll do it if you want to. Now, of course, the EPA, since it's 2,500, doesn't really rate the uh, miles per gallon on it. But the week I had it, got 15 miles per gallon average for the week. Spent quite a bit of time out on the highway. And that's really where I, I, I got this confidence-inspiring driving experience with this vehicle. It just felt good. It felt solid. And it felt like, you know, you were 
connected with the road. It didn't feel like you were driving a big monster truck. Now, part of that was because there's two different suspensions available in the 2500. You can have the five-link coil system, which is basically what everybody gets standard. But we had the air ride yeah, suspension on baby. it. Yeah, baby. And the auto leveling on it, so it was always level no matter what we put in the back of it. So, But it, it did – so it gave it a firm ride because it is the 2500, but it was a nice firm ride. It wasn't like you were driving an off-road vehicle that – bounces you a whole lot it, it was wasn't just, gonna knock the dentures out of your mouth no 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 it was just firm just, not stiff it was just yeah it was just a Stop nice it. driving truck now if you're looking for something to compare it to of course you're going to look over at the gm house and you're going to find the chevrolet 2500 crew cab 4x4 leaf springs starts fifty thousand dollars up in that range leaf the, springs the leaf springs the gmc 2500s leaf similar. springs the ford f250 leaf springs it's all up there <laughs> it doesn't thing. have leaf springs no, this does, no. The Dodge doesn't. That's the huge advantage why the ride quality is totally different than all these other big heavy-duty trucks. Even empty. Let me ask you something. What is the deal? Why Why do they still stick with leaf springs? Cost. It's so old school. Cost. But just, coil springs don't cost anymore. Well, it's, and, that and, and the capability of the leaf springs and stuff, because you can bump them up to where you can... Right. Put more weight in there versus the so coil you make springs. the it's coil easier. bigger around. Yeah, but it's still the the dynamics of it okay, just doesn't work. Whatever. The same. So anyway, so you can get a base twenty five hundred Ram crew cab, uh, four wheel drive, starting up around thirty eight thousand dollars. There are thirty five prices across the trim oh levels of these things. So, but a base Laramie crew cab four by four twenty five hundred is going to start at fifty two thousand three hundred fifty dollars. Now you got to remember this is the Laramie. This is the luxury level of uh, interior and trim that you hear so much about with the Ram trucks, generally in the 1500 series, but you can get it in the 2500. Now, our vehicle started at $52,350, right there at the base entry level point. But Here we comes had, the butt. We had some optional equipment, including towing packages uh -huh. and technology and bed lighting. A lot of it was in that Laramie Level 2 equipment. And that bumped it up to $70,980. But that's still in the range for oh, it's, everybody it's, else. It's very competitive, and some of them it's right. a little bit cheaper depending on how you equip the other ones. And and it, it lives up to all the hype, in my opinion, that you see of the luxury interior and the ride that Ram has become known for over the last few years. Thank you very much, sir. Time now to take a look at the car calendar. That's it for this podcast episode of the In Wheel Time Car Show. I'm Don Armstrong, inviting you to join us for our live show every Saturday, 9.30 a.m. to noon central on Facebook, YouTube, and our InWheelTime.com website. Podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, iHeart Podcast, TuneIn, Google Podcast, and Podcast Addict. Keep listening, and we'll see you soon.